All right, everyone. We are back for episode 21 of Make Friends Radio. And today I'm joined by my friend Michael Garrison, who is uh, part of the, the Requiem crew and just allows me every time I see him in public to drunkenly talk his ear off for, for no apparent reason. And uh, yeah, just want to take a moment. Let's uh, let's get him familiar. Hey, Michael, uh, tell us about yourself. Hey, how's it going? Uh, thanks for having me on the show and thanks for coming over. Um, yeah, I've been involved with Requiem for uh, probably like the last year and a half now. Um, teamed up with Ben, went to one of his shows, probably can't remember if it was Amtrak or uh, Moon Boots, but pretty much walked up to him after the show and was like, dude, I love this stuff. Um, this music's like my passion and uh, I want to get involved in some way or the other, you know, like any way I can do that. And he kind of, uh, I could tell he could, maybe has heard that before. So he kind of was like, all right, man, like, you know, just keep coming to the shows and, you know, keep coming to my shows and see kind of we'll go from there. So the next show he told me to come to was uh, Lost in Grooves Technosaic and he was working with those guys at the time too. So that was like a few days later, I came to that and came to the next show after that and the next show and just kept showing up. And then a uh, year and a half later, here we are now we're partners and just uh, doing the damn thing. So it's been a pretty sweet, um, pretty sweet rise for me to get involved with this kind of uh, music because it is such a big part of my life and I do want to like interact with it more in a more personal way. So definitely feel very fortunate in that regard that it's been uh such a fast rise to get to this point i guess of doing events of this size yeah man well i mean i'll, I'll fanboy for a second here i think you guys are doing some really special stuff uh obviously the this parties the parties you're doing inside lowbrow uh banana sundays for example that's probably one of my favorite kind of regular monthly or roughly monthly type parties to go to I think the setting that you guys set there is just really cool back patio, kind of warm, got some slushy drinks and some good music just flowing. Uh, cool little venues, got like hammocks and, you know, swinging chairs and stuff in there. It's just really kind of just a neat overall event. So um, why don't we use that as a transition to talk about Banana Sundays? Tell me a little bit about the vision, what you guys got planned, you know, how you got there, those type of things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was an idea that Ben and I had. Um, I had actually worked at Flamingo House uh, previously, and I had just really enjoyed um, those guys, the guys that own that place and everybody that works there. I just always had such a fun time. And, um, you know, those guys have really great vision as well. So when Ben and I had the idea to just have like this super wacky, uh, weird party. Um, we, I immediately thought like, we've got to bring this to Flamingo house. Like, let's go here first and bring this idea. Um, Ben had the idea for the artwork in the, in the flyer, which is just like super weird, like sloth from Goonies and, you know, like a zombie hand holding an ice cream cone and all that stuff. And, um, we just wanted it to be like a come as you are, um, weirdos welcome, uh, kind of Sunday party where, if you need to work on Monday, you can still, you know, it, it ends at 8 p.m. So you can still get to work the next day and not have to worry about it. Um, and yeah, we just brought it to to the guys and they were super on board with it, which was really awesome to kind of have someone uh, believe in your vision and uh, want to back you on it. So we actually were scheduled to start uh, in November of last year, but then the unfortunately the campfire happened and everything of the same week. And so we just thought it would, you know, with the air conditions and just kind of the 
you know, overall feeling of the state at that time. It just didn't seem like it was in, you know, you know, good taste to throw a party. So we postponed it till January. And honestly, it's been a really uh, great party for us. And it's definitely, uh, you know, Ben and I have talked about this. It's, it's definitely our favorite party that we do. Uh, it's, it's pretty small. It's manageable. Um, get to basically just, uh, exercise, uh, our creative, um, minds with it and just set it up a different way. Every time we try to give it a different aesthetic or add different things, get to book talent that maybe wouldn't come through Sacramento very often. Um, and we've, uh, built some pretty great connections, uh, through it as well, just by having certain people come out and really enjoy the space itself and one of my favorite things is when we bring talent out from out of uh, out of the area, and they just say, "Wow, I had no idea that Sacramento was like this." Um, you know, the potential is here, and it's and we already do have such a good established scene that it, it is really rad to kind of hear that and hear how much uh, artists enjoy coming here and enjoy the party. So it's definitely been a good one for sure, and looking forward to how this party unfolds and kind of like where it goes from here. So we've got Baltra for. August. I know this, you know, will be coming out in September, but hopefully we'll have some other guys targeted as well that will bring be bringing some really rad music for the space as well. So definitely looking forward to it. Heck yeah, man. A special shout out to the Sacramento House community for pulling together to help uh, during the campfire time as well. I think that was really cool. Um, also, a super shout out to Flamingo House, probably the most fun bar in all of Sacramento. Um, as a bald guy, I'm kind of challenged with the no hat rule, but it is what it is, man. It's worth it to have such a good time in there. Um, for those of you that haven't been really cool setting, they just have cool furniture, cool, uh, artwork, weird decor, and just an all around kind of fun vibe all about it. So, um, as far as banana Sundays is concerned, what, what is the vision? I mean, how do you choose? I mean, you've gotten some great local support so far, you know, especially for the ones that I've been out to. Um, and so like headliner wise, what what are you looking for? What type of music? What is the general vibe that you're, you're shooting for? Well, yeah, just like you said, you know, the aesthetic of Flamingo house is, um, definitely unlike anything else in Sacramento, you know, it's a old Victorian building painted pink and then just, um, uh, artwork done by either themselves, the guys that opened it or all their friends or local artists. So, I mean, it's just like, super wild and out there. And, um, so when we're looking for an artist, we're just basically looking for someone, um, well, one that Ben and I really like, I think that's also another reason why we enjoy that party is because, um, we do some parties around town where we book for other people and it's not exactly always our, you know, um, our taste in music or just kind of our creative vision. So, you know, definitely picking an artist that we enjoy. And if we enjoy the artist, we're going to put, you know, obviously, not more effort into it, but it's going to just feel more special to us. So, um, that's something we look for. And then, you know, another thing is just someone that can really fit the space, you know? So, uh, you know, Nick Monaco is a super interesting, um, just human being in it and, in, 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 in himself. And so he fit the space very well. Una doll is just, um, really out there. Uh, just basically she's an alien as a human being as well, as well. So, just people that are very unique individuals with unique sounds and um, people that can just fit that space really well seems to uh, kind of be the perfect crossover of um, the events that we're trying to do with that and the future of it as well. Just 
basically exercising our uh, creative interests and then finding people who um, can fit the space and not so much in uh, uh, the same kind of musical sense because we've definitely had a wide array of like, uh, you know, a little bit of like uh, R&B, techno, um, driving music, um, Chicago house. Um, it's really been all over the place with the party, but that's what we like is, you know, individuals who are, you know, you know, kind of march to the beat of their own drum and are going to bring their own unique uh, style to the party itself. So, yeah. That's really cool, man. Uh, just we're so fortunate to have guys like you uh, in the area putting together shows that you know are full of their own heart. So speaking of shows, uh, make an awkward transition now. I know that uh, you and a group of guys just got back from Sunset Camp Out. So want to talk to you a little bit about that. I've heard it's an amazing party. Obviously, I don't want you to incriminate yourself or go too far in, but uh, yeah, if you could kind of, I know that that party inspired you a bit. So tell us a little bit about that experience, you know, some of the elements that you liked, maybe what you thought was a little bit weird and kind of what you took away from the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, wow, there's a lot to unpack there because it was probably one of the most special uh, weekends of my life. Uh, everything I think it was just an amalgamation of the whole thing you know you're up in Belden in Northern California just sitting right on the Feather River and the you know rivers running right through you it's a beautiful setting the people there have been you know going to those sunset parties for the last like 25 or 30 years and the music is just so on point so it's like this you know crazy um, combination of all these amazing things and then there's so much history uh, backed with it as well. You know, like those guys, the Sunset Crew um, are, you know, one of the pioneers of the um, rave scene in, you know, California, especially. So, you know, for me, I definitely nerd out about that kind of stuff. I love the history of this kind of music and where it all comes from and whatnot. And in my mind, these guys are like my idols and, you know, I look up to them and I'm just so inspired by them. So to go to one of their parties and probably, you know, one of their most famous what they're known for um to get to experience it and um be in that kind of energy and be around all those people it was um it was a very opening uh experience for me and, and um just totally took me on a took me on a journey i didn't really know anybody on the lineup i think i maybe recognized one song over the entire weekend which i just absolutely loved you know i just um was had my mind blown by all these different musical acts and um, live sets, DJ sets, guys playing vinyl. Like it was literally all over the board, you know, like some of my favorite sets were probably like Tyrell Williams out of San Francisco. That guy literally blew my mind on Saturday night. Um, this woman, Octo, Octo Octa played a live set, I think on Friday night, that was just, you know, crazy. And then this guy, Roman Flugel, um, who, when I've heard his music before, it's usually a little bit, uh, deeper house or more melodic kind of techno, but he was just playing like just techno hammers, just one after the other for like an hour or two straight. And, you know, the sound system there as well is like a four point sound system at the main stage. So you're just like in the sound vacuum where, you know, you don't need earplugs or anything like that. Cause it just sounds so clean. So I'm definitely feeling very inspired and, um, you know, I just want to be around that energy, like as, as much as possible. Um, because it is just such a, a special experience. And, you know, that's something for me I'd like to carry into my events uh, moving forward. And uh, shout out to uh, Tooth, my roommate, for telling me to go to that and bugging me about it and whatnot, because it was 
definitely well well worth going to and i really hope you know to go to it uh, again next year word and uh for the record we don't call him tooth anymore it's truth <laughs> yeah his mix that he submitted was uh was the truth man it was yeah. it was really kind of out there and uh really just enjoyed it myself so I think that's a good transition to talk about Sacramento a little bit. Uh, you know, we are on a little bit of a commercial uptick with, you know, the events that, that happen out here. There's not a whole lot of an, an underground scene, I would say. I mean, th there's a little bit there. But tell me what you think about the scene as a whole. You know, I personally get super frustrated. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a regular on Reddit, Sacramento posts, and there's always people bitching about there's nothing to do in Sacramento, and it just aggravates me to the core because there's literally something to do on every day of the night motown on mondays you can go listen to some crazy stuff uh you can go to trapicana on wednesdays and uh re-up which is um you know chris hopkins party at, at you know faces and obviously all the stuff that you guys are doing so it's, it's so aggravating to hear people not recognize that what do you generally think about sacramento as a whole kind of where we're going and just the scene yeah, I mean, um, I've definitely heard that same uh, sentiment of there's nothing to do in Sacramento. And um, I, I used to believe that myself, but I've obviously gotten a lot more connected over the last few years and whatnot. So, you know, I think there's a lot to unpack there because um, I think a big part of it is just obviously knowing where to look for stuff and um, knowing who's doing what um, kind of around town and I think there definitely is an underground scene, but yeah, it is one of those things, you know, like Lost in Groove, those guys are doing a, um, a monthly techno party uh, called Technosaic at Barfly. And, you know, I know a lot of other crews like Hot Coat and um, the Hybrid Crew and, you know, many others. There's definitely um, some more underground stuff happening, um, but yeah, you just got to know where to look. And I think another thing too is um, people don't, which is, you know, understandable because it's a newer concept, but people don't want to pay for stuff as much in Sacramento, which is um, something that I can understand. But at the same time, I am trying to um, kind of change in Sacramento because I think, uh, you know, you should pay to be entertained, you know, like if you want cool stuff. Um, you shouldn't always expect that it would be free. And so trying to bring that in a um, but in a humble way, you know, like trying to educate Sacramento and, and letting them know kind of like what's going on. And, and honestly, the more stuff that's happening, um, the better, you know, for Sacramento, I, th I think, um, I think competition can be good, um, in this a healthy competition in the sense that, um, if, if you have someone else that's doing cool stuff, it's going to want to, it's going to push you to want to do, you know, cooler stuff. And so, um, having more things happening, uh, in my mind is, is a good thing. And to, and to pay for those things is a good thing. So I definitely see Sacramento moving in that direction. Um, I don't know how long it's going to take. I know there's already been so much work that's already been done, you know, before, you know, I got involved, like guys, you know, like you that were, you know, pioneering the scene, you know, back in the day. And, and even before that in the nineties and whatnot, I know it's been in Sacramento for a while. So, um, you know, I just want to carry that torch and, and keep it moving forward because, you know, I think the potential is here in Sacramento, but there's a lot of things that need to come together with, you know, the city itself of the, of the people that live here being okay with events like that. Um, the police getting on the same page with you, the city getting on the same page with you. Um, obviously we've made some big strides, you know, with our, this Midtown party and whatnot and, and other bigger events that are happening around town by other crews. 
Um, but you know, it's definitely going to take a lot of, uh, effort and energy for it to come together. And, and I don't exactly know what that time frame looks like, but, um, you know, I'm here now and, and I want to, you know, contribute to that as much as possible and see that move forward. So definitely excited about the future. Cool. Really good answer. And, uh, just want to remind everyone that a small cover charge is no big deal and you really should do your best to support your friends, support local business, because I can tell you as a DJ, it's really hard to cash in exposure bucks. You know, not much you can do with, uh, with exposure money. You can't buy new, new records or anything like that. And, uh, you know, to, to the kind of conversation we're having here, um, I want to give a small shout out to myself. I created this Reddit, um, you know, posts that listed almost everyone that I could think of that's involved in the electronic music scene. Um, and it got a little bit of traction. So hopefully your crew or your group or your DJ site or whatever it is, uh, got some love out of that. So, you know, the next question I've got for you here is about kind of future events. You know, I know you guys are already kind of packed to the brim with, with cool things going on. Um, but you did hint to me a little bit about something special you got in the work. So I know you probably can't give too much information on that, but, uh, if you can just, just give us a glimpse. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so like I said, um, you know, I just got back from sunset camp out and my partner and I, um, went together and it was a really good, uh, bonding experience for both of us, um, to, you know, see another crew and how they do stuff, especially one so established and doing it in my, in our opinion, the right way. Um, so we definitely had a lot of realizations over the weekend of kind of where we want to take, um, you know, Requiem and what we want to do with it. And so, um, we are going to be launching a new party, uh, November 2nd will be the date. Um, I can't really reveal too much outside of that, but, um, it's going to be something where we can fully put in our creative, uh, energy. And so the, the production value of it is going to be something that, uh, we are going to put a lot more energy towards and, uh, bring out some really cool, um, installations for that. The music is going to be in our opinion, next level, something that Sacramento needs, something that, uh, you know, has kind of come through here before, but, um, it's going to be packaged in a way that hasn't been seen before maybe, or at least, you know, kind of like maybe the way that, that we feel hasn't been seen before. So we're definitely really excited about that and we can't wait to, um, get that party going. And, um, it's going to be probably every three to four months. So it's not going to be very often, but it's going to be something that we're going to put all our energy towards and, and just want to bring something cool to Sacramento. We do some more mainstream events that, maybe can make us a little bit more money. This one's not going to be about that. This one's going to be about really bringing quality talent to Sacramento that, you know, is going to really just help this scene uh, go to the next level. Very cool, man. So basically a passion project. And I feel like that's kind of what we need. Uh, Not like, again, not that we have any shortage. Um, I know there's events every day of the week now. Um, Even some guys like, um, Alex Gold, I think his name is, and uh, uh, Chongo and, and Spyro, I believe, they're putting stuff together. So, I mean, it's a new generation is, is here, and I think we all need to, to support each other, and especially passion projects. If there's someone that uh, somebody cares about something, you should do your best uh, to kind of step in and, and show them a little bit of love. So, having said that, let's kind of talk about this whole damn thing that we do, music. What is it that you're into? 
you know, who are the uh, inspirations you have? Who are you constantly on Spotify or Beatport looking for? And and then uh, I'll ask you the more awkward question of who's your favorite local. So here you go. Yeah, so I've been really into uh, acid techno lately. That's kind of been the thing that's really caught my attention. And um, there's this uh, DJ producer, uh, I believe she's out of Germany, called Dr. Rubenstein that I've just been listening to a lot of her sets and trying to follow her um, her, her releases and whatnot. So I've been listening to a lot of that. Um, like I said, over the weekend, I went to Sunset Camp Out and saw um, Tyrell Williams, and I've seen him play a few times before. Um, this time, you know, just was, in in my opinion, just really next level, and, and just probably because of the things I stated before, you know, just everything kind of coming together. So um, listening to a lot of his mixes lately, um, yeah, those, those are definitely some of my... Um, uh, favorite things at the moment because I'm just hearing things that I've never heard before. And I, I really can kind of appreciate that. It gets me excited about music again and, uh, kind of going into the next question. Um, without a doubt, um, I brought him up earlier, but my roommate tooth, um, when I started really getting involved into the scene down here a couple years ago, um, I basically just followed him around, um, for the first six months, every, every time he'd, he used to do a weekly, I think at, golden bear. So I'd show up there every Wednesday night after I'd get off my shift at the bar and, you know, I'd only be a handful of people in there at sometimes, but I'd just be there all night listening to records that he'd be playing and, you know, just getting my mind, um, totally expanded by his sound. So he's definitely one of my favorite local guys, uh, DJ wise, because he's constantly playing different stuff, um, which I really appreciate and just really, exposing you know he he's he's exercising his creative outlet but he's also exposing sacramento to sounds that it may have never heard before or hasn't heard in a long time um and then my favorite kind of producer uh in sacramento at the moment has got to be my buddy don or or myagma i think um in my opinion in my humble opinion i think he's probably the most talented producer that we have in sacramento at the moment and if there's a guy that um, can kind of take it to the next level. I really believe it's him. His, some of his productions, you know, just really blow my mind, uh, the stuff that he can come out with. And he, he has a wide array, you know, he can go into the deep house. He can go into more, you know, driving techno, um, with his productions. So I'm really excited for, for him and everything that he's doing. And he, he teamed up with uh, Austin Fox recently and they came out with the 4892 project and, they came out with a little EP or LP that was pretty sick. Um, kind of had a wide range as well on there, which I thought was really cool. So those are definitely some of the local guys that I'm uh, pretty excited about at the moment. Cool. Uh, spoiler alert, though, we're speaking with Don right now. So uh, you might be able to expect him in the future as uh, as one of the guests for a mix. So let's use that as a transition to talk about the second portion of this uh, this show. We have a really talented producer, a Danny Teneglia super fan, and ultimately probably one of the nicest and, and respectable dudes that I know. This month's mix is actually brought to us by uh, the one and only Vince Lombardi. So for those of you that don't know, he's a longtime scene contributor, just one of the most creative dudes, um, plays all over, produces his own music. He's just a one-stop shop of, of, of ultimate greatness. And I know that you guys have booked... Uh, 
Vince in the, in the past. I actually went to go see him at one of your Banana Sunday shows. So uh, while I have you here, why don't you tell us a little bit about your thoughts on Vince? Yeah, definitely love de- definitely love Vince. I don't know him very well on a personal level, but um, we've brought him out for I think about three shows now. A couple of this Midtowns, and then one of our Banana Sundays parties. And every time we have him, you know, he's just got a fat smile plastered across his face when he's playing. And you know, every interaction that I have with him before or after he plays is just always really genuine and and really nice. So um, actually, really excited that this happened to be the crossover episode where he's playing. So really really enjoy him um and his music he's always playing great tunes and um definitely one of the guys that kind of uh pushed the sacramento scene forward so definitely feel um you know thankful for that and look up to a guy like that so really rad that he's on this episode as well perfect yeah so uh let's do that that mix thing that's going to go on here and uh we challenged, like we do everyone, you know, as, as we ask, can you, can you do something a little bit different? We don't want the same thing that you would play out in the club. Can you please provide something that is near to your heart and ultimately is, uh, is, is something that you've really been struggling to find a place to play? And I think this mix will perfectly uh, encompass that. So without further ado, here's our good friend, Vince.
play something good, something we can dance to.
Vince, Vince, Vince. I knew I could count on you, my dude. That was a dope mix. Um, so before we part ways here, I want to thank everyone for the, the love and support that you give the show. Uh, it takes a lot to, to do this, and I see you out there, and I really do appreciate that. So if you're new to the show, please uh, give us a follow, a like, uh, you know, this or that. We're all over, and, uh, you know, share it every once in a while if you feel like it. So I do want to give Michael just a chance here to uh, to tell you how to find him. So, Michael? Yeah, thanks. Thanks again for uh, having me on the show and especially coming over to my house uh, on this nice Saturday morning. So appreciate that and appreciate you. But uh, yeah, follow us on uh, our socials. Everything will pretty much be under Requiem Events, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, We do a weekly party at the Flamingo House called Salt Acid Fat Beats. That's like a crossover between music and food. Uh, We got a different crew each week that kind of does a takeover residency um then yeah we got our monthly um this midtown parties that'll be ending in september but you know maybe we'll pick that up again next year as well as um um banana sundays which is our monthly at flamingo and then our new party coming up in november so just stay tuned with what we got going on and hopefully we can be bringing sacramento some cool stuff that you know everyone will love and appreciate and you know keep this thing moving forward Word. Well, Make Friends Radio loves and appreciates you guys. So uh, big ups to everyone involved there. Big ups to our listeners and hope to see you again on the next episode. Peace.